Hey guys, this is Sarah. We had some technical audio issues with this recording and it honestly sounds fine until I start speaking. My microphone decided to take the day off and so I was forced to use my theater voice and kind of scream into Brandon's microphone. Um, on top of that, we also scheduled our room at Soundspace and a band, a really loud band was next door. So they sounded great. And I'm sure you'll hear how great they sounded in our podcast. <laughs> I really wanted to say, though, that we appreciate all of our listeners so much. Truly, from the bottom of our heart, we cannot say thank you enough. I had no idea that actually anyone would listen. And the fact that we have listeners is just mind-boggling. And I know it's such a cliche to say, but like truly, it is amazing. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. If you ever are feeling extra giving, you do not have to support us in any kind of monetary value, but you can go and give us a like on our Instagram page, a follow, maybe share our stuff, or even give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Any of those things are super quick, super easy ways to support us, and we would love you to the moon and back for it, even though secret we already do thanks so much hey okay so i know that you know that i'm obsessed with drinking coffee cold hot i love it all if you're like me and you cannot get enough of that delicious manna from heaven then you need to get on the life boost because here's the thing it is amazing coffee it doesn't it's not bland it's jam-packed with flavor currently b and i are drinking the boston cream donut jealous you should be because it's delicious but it's also really good for the planet so it's not just good for your taste buds your tummy it's also good for the planet it's 100 percent organic and free of harmful additives and you can feel good about what you're putting into your body and it's fair trade which means that the farmers who grow it are paid a fair price for their hard work so if you love coffee just like me and you want some boston cream donut coffee or maybe um my favorite summer one which is the coconut one and or the s'mores or both together i don't know get wild with it am i right okay then you need to go check out life boost lifeboost.com and you can save yourself 20 percent. however what if it is like you don't even like coffee and you're like shh i hate it and then I say to you, you're wrong, but it's okay to be wrong once in a while. I tell you what, you take our code and you give it out to the first five people and I guarantee you at least one of them will be like, oh my God, an angel. Thank you. And they will leave praising your name. Our code is unmasked. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to save 30%. Not all heroes wear capes. Are you feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Maybe you haven't quite woken up from your long winter hibernation that we're all trying to come out of. You're not alone. But exciting news. We have the perfect solution. Our sponsor, A Place to Float, is equipped with the most amazing tanks for your sensory deprivation needs. Okay, imagine this. You're in a warm, cozy tank, completely weightless and free from any external distractions. 
your mind is clear, your body relaxes, and you find inner peace. Or maybe you do what I do and just lay there and wonder about the whole what you're missing out on. But you know what? You fall asleep and it's also fine. Why not give it a try? Honestly, whether you're dealing with like chronic pain or anxiety or you just need to unplug and recharge, a place to float has got you covered. Their chambers come in all different styles to fit your needs and their friendly staff will make sure you are comfortable and relaxed every single step of the way. Trust me, shout out to all of them. They are absolutely amazing. Shout out to Brad. We love you. So give it a try. Trust us. Once you experience the magic, you will wonder how you ever lived without it. And while you're at it, use our code UNMASKED to save yourself 20% on our first float. That's U-N-M-I-S-K-E-D to save yourself 20% on your first float. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked, the podcast. With your host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmasked, the podcast. I feel like everybody knows just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> and Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, right. um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her. It's time to unmask your true potential. All right. Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. We're here with Kelly and Andrew Shonegy of Les Roll Radio. What's up, ladies? Hello. What's Hello. Up? How's it going? Uh, I think I'm a little drunk, but we're having a good time, right? Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> Andrea's definitely a little drunk. Just a little bit. How much, How much? like, just two sheets or three sheets to the wind? A lot of wind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. I'm just full of cheese. I've been snacking on the cheese. That's my entire life, is I'm just full of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was beautiful. Uh, Thank you. Okay, so we, we, uh, we, sent you, we talked about... we generally start off with like every superhero's like origin story so we want to know individually like what got y'all started in jiu-jitsu and then how that collaborated to start your lovely podcast okay yeah so i'll start i started in 2013 when i went to college um essentially i was working a job and i was like i'm gonna take an elective and i'm gonna take taekwondo because i always wanted to do a martial art (laughs) nerd literally and the person, one of the person people I was working with was like, hey, people do jiu-jitsu. Intro to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You should try that instead. And I'm like, okay, I guess. That's kind of like I, taekwondo. It's kind of like taekwondo. <laughs> and I've been doing it since. So 10 years now. 10 of years jiu-jitsu. of BJJ. And you're a purple belt now? Yes. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Kelly? So mine was a little different. I was like a massive pro wrestling fan when I was a kid. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like really big (laughs) pro wrestling fan. And then I like stopped watching it for a while. And then I got back into it as an adult. And I kid you not, I'm like, I want to go to pro wrestling school. I'm like, maybe I should like learn to like grapple a little or do like something before I do that. So jujitsu was never like really about jujitsu. Like that was never the destination. I was trying to like prep myself for pro wrestling school. <laughs> like that's one hundred percent the truth. So I like technically started like September twenty nineteen. I did like a couple judo classes. I had a friend in my MFA program who was a judo black belt, and I did like a couple jujitsu classes. But I wasn't like consistent with it, and like didn't really stick with it until January twenty twenty. Like literally right before COVID. 
So that's actually when I like started, started and started at the gym that Andrea was at. That's actually how we met. It is, yeah. So it's an origin story of jujitsu and us, us. Uh, <laughs> gay. So, yeah. Very gay. So, gay. so at what point did you realize that damn jujitsu and pro wrestling do not actually intermingle as much as I thought? I mean, they do in some ways. We did an episode on this on grappling and pro wrestling, but um, no. So like, honestly, what happened is like all the pro wrestling schools either closed, closed, or closed down because of COVID. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just like keep training jujitsu. And then I think I just like fell in love with jujitsu for what it is. Like, I don't even think it was like, oh, this is not practical for pro wrestling. Um, I just kind of like forgot about that. Like, I just fell in love with jujitsu and I'm like, this is what I'm doing now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. It's not the most practical, but. Do you think like stage combat would be more practical? Because. Maybe. Okay. Because I yeah. always wonder this because I don't know how much stage combat comes into play into pro wrestling yeah like i know it's all quote-unquote fake <laughs> but there are so many it's real athleticism though real. yes the athleticism is um, so real well also like we were just listening to a um an interview about some guy who like cut his forehead over and over i think it was a joe rogan interview actually it was like, him cutting his forehead over. you saw about rick so blading oh yeah like blading right yeah. and yeah. like that is not stage combat right. that is strictly pro wrestling yeah, yeah. kind of thing um, because if you were to do that on the set of like a play or a musical or a movie, you would be like OSHA and every other actors oh, literally. in Guild would be up your ass so fast. So like, yeah. where, what precaution, this is such a, I did not mean to spin this off because no, it's very <laughs> new to me, but like, did you ever check into like where they draw the line and like what's real, what's not in... I think that there, there are some probably issues with that with, like, WWE. Like, I know that they're, like, much more restrictive with, like, the blading and that sort okay. of thing. Probably for some of those reasons, right? And then, like, AEW, which is a different promotion. Like, their their biggest competitor, by contrast, they do a lot of, like, blading. But I don't know what the difference is other than, like, I feel like WWE is larger and, like, a little more governed, right? Like, yeah. it's publicly traded, I'm pretty sure, too. Well, yeah, no, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they're – Yeah, so there are, like, some other concerns considerations i think like it being a publicly traded organization versus privately held uh, so WWE, the probably, WWE yeah. is the ibjjf of <laughs> yeah and then like the other is the adcc yeah, yeah. actually okay. that's kind that's of actually true. a great comparison. i always say that yeah AEW has a little bit more of like a ufc sort of feel too like mm-hmm. they even do like win loss records and just like they try to make it feel a little more like sports than rather than sports entertainment yes yeah it's really cool it's cool but it's also really confusing because like it's literally written that way yeah it's a script so yeah yeah. my okay if i'm being honest like my biggest knowledge of wrestling comes from the only south park well one of the only (laughs) south park episodes that i've ever watched so it's probably accurate literally one of my favorites and it was the they took our jobs episode. Yeah. Where they were like or all started, Yeah, and they all like started this amazing like wrestling like situation I that and everything. It's it's such a great episode. It's I feel like it's favorite. accurate, yeah. But okay, okay. Because I was like there was a lot of script writing in that. How accurate is Yeah, that? so I think in terms of like the actual moves that they do, it like, you know, in terms of like in the ring, like I think high spots they'll call like ahead of time versus like call them in the ring. So they'll kind of like coordinate that with one another, you know, whether or not it's like a singles or a tag team or whatever. They'll talk about those things ahead of time. And then they know like relatively like their match length. 
And I guess if you're just a professional and you do this on a regular basis, right, you have some sense of storytelling. I mean, it's just storytelling. Yeah. So you I kind of that. know, like, beginning, middle, end, like, where the heat has to come in. Just, like, it's a rhythm. So yeah. they, they oh, have yeah. they have that sense of, like, I you mean, know, this is a 40-minute like, match. It's the best soap, yeah. ro- soap opera it's like, ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, literally. Yeah. But then they'll call, like, you know, I'm doing this move, like, to one another. They have, like, subtle ways of doing that. Yeah, but I some of it's that. just, like, feeling out your partner. Um, some people are known for being really stiff workers too, right? Especially like if like, you come from New Japan, yeah. strong style. Like those folks are, you know, like so Kenny Omega is from New Japan and he's an AEW. Like he's known for being a stiff worker, so like a hard hitter. Like, you know, not no. not like dangerous. So like not dangerous to work with, but like you're but, like, actually going to like you're going to get hit hard. You're going to get oh, beat shit. up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I have a funny thing. My my grandfather used to he knew Dick the Bruiser. Hell yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> dope. And uh, he asked him about it, obviously, because, like, especially back then, like, God, it was before I was born when he knew him. So he was like, yeah, it's scripted, but if you piss somebody off, you're going to get fucked up. They call it receipts, right? Like, if you do something and, like, someone will basically, like, hit you back, like, for real, like, not a work, and that's called a receipt. I always call that in, like, jujitsu too. Like, if you, like, accidentally, like, kick someone in the face. And you're like, oh, shit, the receipt's coming. Yeah, the receipt's oh. coming. Like, yeah, but. Uh, what was, um, I think I watched, like, a 30 for 30 or something on Bret Hart and the, the something screw yeah. job. Yeah, the Montreal screw job. Montreal screw job, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the interesting one, because that wasn't supposed to play out that way. Not right, at all. yeah. Not it was dull. when he was leaving to go to WCW, yes. right? Um, when it was WWF, and he was leaving, and Sarah's just smiling at all of this. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know we were going down to pro wrestling. The face. I, I don't know anything about pro wrestling, like I said, so I'm just like, cool. We should take you to a show sometime. No, I'm not yes. joking when I say, hold up. I gotta, so... I'm not joking when I say I want to be a pro wrestler also. And we've talked we've about, talked we've talked about that team. Because I am a theater person and now a fighter. And I yeah. feel like it's your calling. they are <laughs> aligned. That's where it's supposed to yeah. go. Like, I will be a mechanic in the day. And, and a wrestler by night. A wrestler night. by night. Hell and yeah. my name will be The Wrench. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's I, good. my my end move will be twisting people's parts off, specifically tits or something. Oh, hell yeah. Like <laughs> twist, <laughs> twist a tit? Cause I, yeah. The twisted tit. The twisted tit. Um, or just yeah. like, if I have to go up against a dude, I'll like twist his nuts off or something. Yeah. So so that's actually not common to um, twist do. someone's nuts off. No. Matches between women and men. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, inter- well, China, China did it all the time. Yeah, intergender wrestling is like very taboo right now. But it's starting. To, I was gonna yeah. say it's starting to come back. We can make it come back, and you could be like someone I like. We go against each other, and then we can't. We just keep like not being able to beat each other, and then we become the, the best duo, the best Hell tag yeah. team in the world. Yeah. And it's like tuck and roll from Bugs Life, but like better. Nice. I love it. No, I'm, I'm. If you guys need a manager, I'm down. You have to be. Able, you <laughs> have to be the le- iconic lesbian manager, though. Like a that's that's like okay. hitting on us all the time yes. inappropriately. Kind of like a Paul Heyman, but not quite as gross. I will wear a suit. 
Yes. Yeah. One hundred ten. We told Jared, our, our jujitsu coach, that like we need him to be like Paul Heyman when he's like doing media days for people for MMA. <laughs> so when he did Justin's last media day, I'm yeah, like, we're like Paul Heyman vibes, Paul Heyman, right? right? Yeah. And yeah. he's yeah. like, he's uh, like, oh, I don't I'm know like, about that. you should have worn a suit. What yeah, you absolutely. That's what a missed opportunity. He used to be a Mormon. I know he's got suits somewhere. Oh my god, really? <laughs> no, Jared. <laughs> no, Jared. Oh lord. So me and my friends in high school had a wrestling league we made up called the TWF, and it was the Trampoline Wrestling League. That's dope as shit. And we used to record it on Betamax, if that tells you anything. I don't know what that means. It so, tells you that Andrea is too young to be on this podcast. 90s, Literally. baby. I said my childbirth. Betamax was like a very small VHS tape. You actually had to put it in a VHS tape to play it on your VCR. You look so confused. You put it inside of V... It, yes. It was like a... It was like a mid... It was in between a cassette and a VHS tape is how big it was. It was like... It was like... But yeah. you put it in... It had a little adapter you could use for the v- VCR. Whoa. Yeah. So we recorded our matches, and like we can't fucking find them anywhere. But I had multiple oh, characters, and, and my favorite character was Too Rough, Too Tough. <laughs> so, so that could also be like your porn star like his, vibe, too. Well, his special move was the West Side Slam. So Yeah. You're, you're giving me Cactus Jack vibes. <laughs> I mean, I could have done that. But yeah, we. Yeah. my buddy Dave, he was Dabu. <laughs> Oh my lord! <laughs> and we took so we had the the pizza pans that were disposable. Oh, so you could crinkly. Yeah. So when you hit, it was like the trash cans. When you hit yeah. people over the head with them, they crinkled up, and it didn't hurt anybody. Right. It was fucking sick. <laughs> I ha- knew someone who was like, "All right, you know, videotape me and hit me with this baking pan because it'll crinkle." You have to gimmick them, right? Oh, like, yeah, and you no. have to use either something like really thin, it was or you not have gimmicked. to like literally like yeah. gimmick it so it's like thin and <laughs> yeah, like the chairs. The chairs are not like they're not just using like normal steel chairs. I did not mean to like spit at you, but I literally was like just imagining you like hitting someone and then they just falling over, <laughs> and just staring at them, and then like <laughs> looking at the camera and being like. And then just silently going and turning it off. No, he, he literally said, that didn't hurt. <laughs> and then the camera stopped. But I have that video somewhere. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, I mean, people get hurt. Um, <laughs> I've seen some, like, wicked backyard wrestling shit. Oh, people yeah. taking the fluorescent light bulbs and smashing them over each other's Those faces and yeah. shit. Because they really break pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. So, Wasn't that in that movie with Seth MacFarlane or Seth... Um, that one guy, Seth. You know, that guy, Seth. I don't oh, know, God, but I know like David Arquette does. That's like, yeah, he yeah. does some indie wrestling, and he, like, there's like that one like he did documentary a... about him where like they're breaking like light bulbs and like like the fluorescent oh, light like bulbs. Oh, like the big fluorescent ones. Yeah, and like I mean, but it's like a real match, right? And, uh, what was that wrestling movie? Didn't wasn't he in a wrestling movie? He was. So he he was in a wrestling movie. I can't remember what it was called. And then he actually, like, does indie, like, for real, like, does indie oh. wrestling. And he was in either, I think it was WWE at the time for oh, a while. Shit. Yeah, he did some real matches. Is that why Monica left him? Probably. Monica. <laughs> <laughs> we just went on a complete wrestling cha- tangent, sure so I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> Don't apologize. This is fun. This is, this is, this is your personalities, and I love that. So, so that's, okay, then... Why the podcast? What got you to want to record your conversations? 
I you go for it. Oh, I mean, I actually think it was your idea. I don't know. I'm just like opinionated, and I like sharing my opinion. That seems fun. I thought it was important for us to come in as a queer couple talking about certain things because that's not really and women right you know like originally the podcast was like very compartmentalized we're like we're going to talk about queer relationships we're going to talk about pro wrestling and we're going to talk about jujitsu and like over time it shifted i mean you guys know like over time your podcast kind of like shifts in terms of form so it started off a little rough in that way and then over time we're more like you know we mostly train jujitsu but we want it to be about combat sports generally um, if anyone's ever listened to like Rear Naked Radio with Jamie Kilstein, I think we're like the queer female version, version of, of that, that, or like that's kind of the direction we'd want to go in. Only neither of us are as funny as Jamie, who's an actual comedian. I mean, I laugh hysterically, <laughs> but that's because I love you too. So I thank don't know. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, I think that's kind of like the direction we want to go in. But yeah, just like to go off of what Andrea was saying is, we thought that we have an interesting, we hope we have an interesting perspective because there are not a ton of queer people and there are not a ton of women. It's male dominated, it's cis heterodominated. So even though it's not a queer podcast, despite the name Let's Roll Radio, we talk about just jujitsu and combat sports generally because of who we are. It's always good, going to have that female queer yeah. perspective. Well, you kind of have a niche there too, I feel like. Yeah, oh, It's sure. something that maybe like, like y'all did the camp. Yeah, yeah, know? we yeah, did a so, camp. You know, I mean, I didn't know how many gay people did jiu-jitsu, to be honest. Yeah, so, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just super dope. Yeah, no, it was it was really cool. Um, we had a goal of, like, having, like, at least tw- tw- like 20, 20 people. people come, and we had closer to, like, 30 or so, like, register. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot bigger next, next year. year because yeah. there are tons and tons of people that, like, couldn't make it this year yeah. um, that want to come next year. Well, like, Jared was like, you should come. And I was like, I don't know how to, like, get, like, I don't know anything about, because I'm an idiot and didn't. (laughs) But what happened was I um, had a massage that same day, and when I got there, you were, I did see, I saw a picture, I I wasn't there, but I saw a picture, a picture of you, and I'm like, oh my god, did Sarah come to camp? Oh my god, (laughs) I really am sad I didn't stay, because Sarah's like, you should just stay, and I was like, okay, and then I didn't. Yeah, for like I, a, a little yeah. bit of context, Andrea was only there for a little bit because you had like a really big hip surgery. Yeah, a while back. So yeah. unfortunately, Maybe they were taking tickets. She's still milking the <laughs> fuck out of it too. I know she's ridiculous. Oh, in here. God damn. I know. I know. She just looks so pitiful. Numb the pain. But God. With that crutch, it's just like. She's taking another drink of that beer. Yeah, I I, uh, I had my massage like when y'all had an open mat, and I felt like I was painted by rainbows as I walked in. So yeah. was, that's because you were. It was. Yeah. I was ah. No, it was great though. I mean, it was just like really nice to have that community and like that space for people. Um, and yeah, I think we're gonna do it again. But yeah. I, I, we wouldn't have done it probably, but for the podcast. Like it wasn't directly related to the podcast, but. I think that gave us the platform to promote it. But it was, sure. yeah. yeah. I mean, Instagram, you know, is nice, but like, it's good to have like, yeah. especially when you can describe it in detail, right? Exactly. Instead of making somebody read something, yeah, or, exactly. You know, an entire exactly. paragraph of shit and bullet points and things like that, and you know, so you know, use every avenue you have, you know, yeah. and I, I think that's partly why you were successful with it. You yeah, know? yeah. I honestly didn't realize that so many people listen to our podcast. I mean, I I knew just because I like she pay attention at, to that. Like, Andrea doesn't at all. Yeah, you know, I just do the editing and that's it. Yeah, and I do all of the like promotion type stuff. But like, so. I had no idea people, like, I was sitting there checking people in and they knew who I was and I like didn't introduce myself and they're like, 
you're Andrea. And the like, tism was like in like, full force that night. <laughs> she was doing check-in and she was just like, she had the script. She was like, the bathrooms are over here and here's a bag and I've checked your name off the list. Have you signed a waiver? And then it was just like shoving stuff at them. Just like very like robotic. And I'm like, um, you should like maybe tell them your name <laughs> at one point after your like name tag. after like I ten people had checked in. Like, I love how your imitation of her is. <laughs> Hello. Hello, the bathrooms <laughs> will be over Hello. here. <laughs> it's it's it, correct. It was kind of it was kind of how you sounded that night. I'm not gonna lie. No, yeah, Kelly but, literally had to print a script for me. Yeah, so it, I wouldn't mess it up. That's fair though. I mean, you the might. The tism was on. The tism was on. It was on. Heavily. I was yes. like, I'm making a checklist for you, and you were like, fantastic. Except she didn't put that I was supposed to say my name at the beginning. So up until the end, she was very literal with the checklist. <laughs> up until the end, I'm like, oh wait, my name's Andrea, and they're like, we know, we know, Andrea. we listen to the pod. I'm like, you listen to our podcast. It's weird yeah. when people have said that to me because I'm like, I my first reaction is like, I'm so sorry. Just Same. I like, I fucking sorry. hand out high fives and shit because it pumps me the fuck up because I'm like, people listen to our shit. It, it like, makes me happy, but I also am like cringing a little bit. A lot because you're a perfectionist. We've talked I, about yes, this. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This the fact that I'm sitting next to be sharing a microphone is like, I'm trying not to freak out, and the drums. I'm trying not to freak out, and the beer helps. The, the, the beer, beer does help. Helps. I, however take things as like wins and losses and like we're just beginning in this shit no nope. type a yeah. i'm know. not even type a i'm if i am i'm type a with a lot of adhd thrown in which is a terrible mix because then you're like i want everything in control oh look a butterfly and then nothing's in control and then you have a menti bee in the middle of those um that sounds accurate for me too oh, though yeah 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 <laughs> literally me too <laughs> But okay. you're not type A. Except the not type yeah, A. Yeah. Butterflies. I do like butterflies. I'm, you know what? I just, I don't know. Jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, MMA, all this stuff. I've got my ass kicked enough that I'm like, you just got to keep doing the shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's I, 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 I try to. I jiu-jitsu, but not life. Well, <laughs> I don't... I, but you know what, though? But, but martial arts kind of helped me put that in that perspective of you're just fucking brand new at this shit. You know, like how long did it take me to get the fucking brown belt like almost 11 fucking years i think for me though with the podcast it's like okay and that's great and all but also i'm trying to like build this like community of listeners and if they if i'm not putting out good content shit then i'm missing out on so many people that i could be reaching and so for me take pride in it right and there is like i feel like if you lose a match there's a lot less um like that's on the table that you could lose as opposed to yeah. putting out something that you want people to actually invest in. And exactly. You know what I mean? Like I think that's, although like a really great outlook, it becomes this, but I have so much more to lose in yeah. the yeah. podcast. Because you're serving other people really with the podcast, right? Exactly. right? Like it's this a product for just, them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's not about me. It's about, how, and it's also we have like guests, like you guys who are graciously giving your time to us. I mean, do we feed you cheeses and beer? It's Absolutely. true. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. We did give you alcohol but and food. 10 out of 10 recommend. You're still <laughs> Would recommend us coming. your time and we still want to put out good content yeah. and we want to make sure that your story is highlighted. So I'm always like super type A with this specific. But yeah, also, no, that $5 medal is not for me. 
It's for all of you. <laughs> you might be one of the only people who actually believe that. Like, I think you really mean that and really believe that. And I don't yeah. know that many do. Yeah. No, I like the $5 medal. Yeah. Andrea's I like, mean, that $5 medal is mine and mine only. Well, you know, another thing is like, we had Aaron Conboy on here. Yeah. And uh, she just won Worlds, like, yeah. at Blue Belt. And, and purple belt, didn't she just win it again? No, well, she did, but when she was on the podcast, she just won it at blue belt. Oh, wow. And we're like, oh, that's, you know, when did you become champion of the world, blah, 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 you know? And she's like, oh, yeah, my medal's in the closet in a box. And I'm like, you know, that, that kind of shit's like, it, it really is just a, a $5 medal you paid $150 to fight for. Yeah, you definitely pay way too much to <laughs> you know, try, you try know, to win it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's character building, and it's all progress whether you win or lose, but, like, it's... It's a fucking $5 medal. I'm all my medals that I have are hanging in the basement collecting dust. Yeah, honestly, all of mine are in a box. She had a, a menti beat about jujitsu, like... I have a menti beat about jujitsu. A year... Well, I don't even know. A year and a half, two years ago. And she, like, took down all her medals dramatically. And she, like, put her in jujitsu t-shirts in a different closet. She has softened since then. But she had a total menti beat about, like, looking at the stuff. I well, hated it. I it hated lasted, everything. like, a couple days. But I hated everything about it. Yeah, I mean, the medals have not come back up. I get From it, that, though. like, one day, two day menti beat. What happened? What was the trigger? <laughs> Indiana jiu-jitsu oh, oh just fair. yeah no yeah just in general there was a lot going on and I just felt like it and wasn't like, for me anymore that actually brings me to like something that I did want to ask you is I know it's so first of all like being queer in Indiana can be really hard yeah it can be being queer in Indiana and then putting yourself in probably one of the most machismo like situations I could have ever imagined that I didn't know going in. Like, if I'm gonna be honest, I kind of started to do, I really liked jujitsu and Muay Thai because it felt to me like there was no drama because I had only been in it for like a year. Yeah. And so I didn't know. And I was like, oh, this is so much less dramatic than theater. That is not true. Not at all. It is just different and much more dramatic in a weird way. It's So like, how do you navigate that? I mean, what, how did you tell people how did you come out to your community here in jiu-jitsu and like that's so when i started jiu-jitsu in college i had already come out to my friends as bisexual so it was pretty easy for me honestly not a lot of people in the jiu-jitsu community knew that i was bisexual and so it just kind of fell into place it wasn't until i started training up north in indy where it became more of the college town versus rest of indiana versus the rest of indiana yeah okay. it became more of a oh okay you live your life this way did you ever have any pushback from anybody who were like i don't want to roll with you or was everyone just kind of like great love that let's grapple nobody was outward about it um, I know some people had had issues and then just decided that maybe rolling with me wasn't the best for them and that's fine. That's, that's just because they were scared. Of their that's just that's just on people. Like, you know, I that's... also think women have privilege, right? Like I think it's probably harder for gay men that's or men, period, trans yeah. folks. Like, 
we have especially i would say me being more like a femme lesbian certain privilege there's also a downside to it because we get fetishized more it's so it's like a different it's a different danger like i'm more worried about like you know the creepy comments veering towards sexual assault than i am worried about someone like beating me up in an alley because i'm gay right so it's a different sort of like fear and harm potential um but like for me i was actually in a heteronormative relationship um and left it like unrelated to andrea and then we started dating and it was fetishized like it was either either people didn't care or like literally one of the black belt coaches at our gym gym, i was like hey andrea and i are dating and he said oh my god i think i just had an orgasm or i think i just came or something like that like that's and like i (laughs) ew right i'm like ew maybe never maybe never also like now i'm like isn't that uncomfortable (laughs) yeah and i'm and i'm like okay cool um and here's the thing like i am very like i love inappropriate humor but like i need like some basic professionalism when it comes to my coaches and like that crossed a line like that is sexual harassment essentially and like i'm not a prude no i love crude humor but like that was not a necessary thing to say it also came at like such a vulnerable time yeah oh yeah yeah timing was Really, and I didn't have like, that relationship with that person for them to make that joke yeah, too. Exactly. Different yeah. if it's like your best friend or something. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think one of the frustrating things about calling people out right now is like that they're so unwilling to accept any kind of criticism for their behavior. Like they're like, "You're being this, or you're being that," and you're like, "No, you could." maybe try and put yourself in someone else's shoes for like five seconds and just be like oh you know what I'm sorry because regardless if you would I tell my students this all the time like regardless if you would feel the same way if I said that to you the point is is that I was not I was not comfortable with that yeah and you know what it feels like to be uncomfortable right so just apologize I'm so sorry I made you feel uncomfortable and I'm really sorry that that was their reaction that's bullshit yeah that's not okay we're not good with that. It's just icky. It was super it's icky. Super yeah. Icky. <laughs> I was like, ooh, okay. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, but. Yeah. So know. I would say, like I said. Not until June. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So it's a different sort of concern or worry. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't ever worry about for my safety, like I said, in that, like, you know, someone's not going to want to roll with me or they're going to be, like, very outwardly homophobic. It's interesting because it's like you don't you're not concerned for your safety in that aspect, but like I feel like as just a woman in general, yeah, it's more that way. Yeah, now I'm concerned about like the running alone on the street. No, literally, or like we get catcalled if we like kiss in public or like anything like that. But I would also say when Andrea was had like longer hair and was slightly more femme presenting than she is now. Yes, it happened more. It happened more often too. Now people just think I'm straight, and I think that's rude as fuck. Oh yeah, because yeah. I'm very masculine. You're like I've gone on a whole journey, and now you're just classifying me as straight. What the hell? Yeah. She, like she's the one getting misgendered, and I'm the one that's upset. Yeah, I remember you saying one time like you had, you had like puffed your chest up when you walked into the girls' bathroom or some shit. Like, I actually I try to do go that. in with her all the time. I do yeah, that yeah. every time I go into a women's restroom. I'll pull my shoulders back, make sure my chest is very presentable because I don't. I'm scared. Because you have short hair, that's literally the only thing that's changed. Which is funny because like my grandma has short hair, but nobody (laughs) nobody (laughs) thinks she's gay. Secret: She also puffs her chest up, so no one mistakes. (laughs) You gotta have the granny curls, is what it is. It's like that. Fucking guess. Like like curl. It needs to be a little blue too. Curl her hair in like these rows. 
And then once it was all curled, she'd spray it and then brush it out and it was just like a granny fro. I bet if you did that, you would actually look more like your brother who has curly hair though. Yeah, so. my brother has really curly hair. They it, were like, they would just be so be like. They'd be like Jake. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Okay. Queer so, jujitsu stuff. I don't well, know. <laughs> just, being, just being a room full of rainbows and sunshine. Um, so you do lawyer so what do you do actually because i'm in my family she's a creative writing teacher which i'm both yeah okay yeah so i did an mfa in creative writing but i did it after law school like while i was working full-time like for funsies did you go to law school at harvard no absolutely (laughs) not are you (laughs) absolutely not you know what that's also impressive i'm still getting l1 vibes so much it's the kate spade it's, it's the kate spade it's, of the pink it's shirt the, it's, and i am here for it, it is i I'm look swimming, i look honestly. like a i said basic bitch today i have my mother's day bingo attire on you <laughs> like our slaves thank you it's thank the you pink for me yeah it's I, the I, banana I, republic I, kate I, I just want to get andrea's shirt truthfully i, I mean, would like one did you get it from target i did get it from target the pride collection busy thinking about girls it's true it's so femme of you. It's pink. I know. I was yeah, hoping my mother would love it for Mother's Day. Wear pink. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pe- people wear pink. People. Anyone can wear pink. Pe- people wear pink. People. I've got pink tie shorts at home. Love wow. it. Wow. I have pink Valley Tudo shorts too. That is true. None of that's surprising. That's no. <laughs> none of this is surprising. <laughs> okay, so what made you then go into like why did you go into law? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. Like, I really liked studying it when I was younger. Um, I like, 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 no. <laughs> so, like, you're no, like, listen. Studying, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, point. kind of. I was kind of a nerd. So, like, I did take like psychology classes in high school. Like, my high school did offer like psychology classes, and there was like a like a business law class. So, I like kind of like went into like undergrad being like maybe I want to do political science maybe I want to do psychology and I wasn't entirely sure and the honest to god truth is I majored in both political science and psychology also fun fact have a minor in French can't speak it but I have that um and Andrea she is so beyond out of your league it's upsetting I fucking know (laughs) no no oh I know thumbs up I also loved English, but I'm like, I want money and like a job. So I didn't major in English and I always thought like, I'll do the writing thing like later. So I applied to a PsyD program, like a clinical psychology program. And I applied to law school and I got into both. And I'm like, you know what? Law school's three years and the PsyD program's five. And that is literally how I made that decision. I would not recommend making the decision that way, but that's how I did it. And yeah, and then when I graduated, I went back to school at Butler to do the MFA program in creative writing, fiction. Because I love being in school, because I'm a big fucking nerd. Thank you. I literally, <laughs> so we did a BS with BS yesterday, <clears throat> and I had an entire mental breakdown. Like, it was pretty bad. Look at his face. He said, oh, he didn't me. even say audible things. He just nodded. He was like, uh-huh. Just nodded. But <laughs> I'm just here. The reason is, is because I was just so frustrated that I don't have the money to go to school. Like, I it's love so expensive. Learning. I love learning. And if I could just go to school professionally, Same. I would go and learn everything. Same. It's, would I retain any of it? No. But I would slay at trivia night, A. Yeah. And B, I just, it genuinely sparks joy in me so ferociously. It's like, why it's, I love adjunct teaching. 
I, I love it. So, like, I, be, I don't do it professionally, right? Like, it's not my full-time job. I am an attorney. But I taught creative writing at IUPUI, okay. like a 300-level creative yeah. writing class. Um, and I've done, like, workshops and stuff that I've taught before. But, yeah, no, I did that not this past semester but the semester before and I think I'll do it in the future and I absolutely loved it for that same reason like even though I was in the teaching position it's like creative writing you're not really grading people on like how good their story no. is it really is pass fail just turn your shit in Literally. but it and really is about it's just morning. creative we it's, did. Ex- so it's just like about like doing the work like expressing yourself like you have to do some work to you know get a grade but like just show up talk about writing like how glorious is that it really was I took a creative writing class this summer like like it wasn't last summer it was the summer before and it brought me so much joy that I was like I think I'm just gonna major in creative it's so enriching it was because it was like um being able to read other people's works and like diving into it and seeing different ideas that are coming through through the history coming through creative writing was really interesting to me Mm -hmm. um especially like we learned about the um what was that magazine that everybody goes to for creative writing things? It starts with like an A. I don't know. I'll look it up. It was really cool. <laughs> I was like, which one? Um, so we went to it and there was all these poems. And after I took that class, I bookmarked it and I would go randomly into that. Yeah. Or just like, I don't know. It was really fun to hear other people's works yeah. and know that I was better at it than they are. <laughs> are you? Yes. She, she did pretty mm-hmm. good. I heard some of her stuff. It was good. Um, I think, too, it was really interesting to, like, say it out loud and then have people be really receptive to it. Yeah. Like, that was huge to know that, like, I was writing something and people understood what I wanted them to understand and feel what I wanted them to feel and then really resonated with what I was writing. That was so powerful. Yeah. But... I get it. I want to read. What, we can we can have a creative writing podcast and just like we should. <laughs> I prom I promise you I'll edit it for free. Yes, yeah, like, Andrea is like I will not participate because but I've I, read one book in the last ten years. But it's true. You can you can come on during March, which is like Dr. Seuss's birthday. And like <laughs> one fish, two, two fish. fish. I can do one that. Fish, blue fish, and we'll be like. Yeah, we're very opposites in that way. Yeah. yeah. I tried to you read appreci- it. You appreciate it, though. Like, you really enjoyed reading my students' stories. Mm-hmm. I, I would, she, well, well, by reading them, I, I would, don't read them. I would read them aloud to her. <laughs> I love being she read likes, to. She likes it's hearing the stories. Book. She just doesn't like reading. Same. <laughs> so I would read the stories aloud to her. And it was helpful for me, too, because, like, when you're reading to edit, it's very different than reading for enjoyment. And so I was reading to edit. And so like for me, when I'm editing my own work, I always read it aloud. I print yes, it out and I read it aloud. And so I would do that for my students too. So I would have to read it aloud anyway. It's just my thing. And so Andrea would listen like, and she loved it. <laughs> do you ever um, record, like I had to write a short story about a piece of artwork <clears throat> or I, I basically had to write something about an artwork. And it was literally like, what? how does this inspire you? Like, what does this make you feel? Whatever. You can write like a journal entry or short story or whatever kind of way you want to express yourself. And I ended up writing this short story about a bunny circle. And the way that I ended up writing it was mainly just me recording what I wanted to write down. Ah, uh, interesting. Because I couldn't, my brain for some reason doesn't work fast enough or slow enough for me to type it out and yeah. continue that line of thought. Yeah. So if I can just record it out loud, then I have that line of thought just going stream streaming and then I would go back and type it out. So probably 
a similar concept. Like sometimes I will write on, I think it's called like a Neo or something. It's literally like a super old device that they used to have in schools for kids that has like a screen about that big and it's a huge keyboard. And so the screen's too tiny to do any like meaningful formatting on and you have to plug it into a computer to get it to like upload to Word or whatever. So I'll write on that because it's like stream of consciousness, right? It's yes. not because if I'm writing on a computer and I'm thinking about for, I, I overthink. Oh, so it's similar yeah, yeah. conceptually to what you're talking about. I am typing, I'm not recording it, but it's a similar vibe where you're just doing it stream of consciousness and then I can upload it and edit it. And then I do a lot of writing by hand. So I, I start almost all stories by hand. I only edit or write on the computer once I get like really far along with something. Like I have a novel and so like that, I'll, I'll do stuff on the computer for because it's like the core of it's there. I love her novel. It was my Same. thesis. I have not finished it. It's beautiful. I cannot wait. It's very well, queer. I, will, I, will I was lie, literally I will like, how gay is it? It's very gay. I love it. It's very I, gay. I have like eight books on the shelf now that I have not read yet, but I will buy your book when it's out. That is true. It'll be, will buy it and actually I'm, I'm like a I'll decade writer. It's going to be forever. Well, that. So you're, yeah, you're a writer. That's this. Yeah, I won't take forever. Yeah. I will do your audiobook. How does that? Hell sound? yeah! Because let's go. I, <laughs> because here's the thing. Andrea's like, I, I'll listen. I cannot read to save my life. I can listen. Yeah. Um, and I told our coach this. She does these amazing. Oh, you guys know her. <laughs> Jamie. Oh, oh, coach Jamie. Uh, yeah, like owns our gym. <laughs> We, we know her. You've been there. We've, we've met her. Of beer. I, I finished that. Kelly's beer You're already. You're so impressive. I love it. We'll get more later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't joke. I'm not. No, we're going out after this. I'm a serious. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yeah. Hells yes. Andrea's like, I have a driver. I can't drive. Slay. That's fair. Great. Love it. Um, no, Coach Jamie, I was like, I really love how much you're on your shit. Like, it genuinely helps me feel like everything is going to be okay mm -hmm. I never read your posts because my brain will not allow me to get more than like six words in and they're so long and they're so long and I said and I love that but what happens is Brandon will read them because he's such a good reader and then he regurgitates any information yeah. that I need to know I give her the cliff notes I yeah. love how you I, are I me in notes. some ways and Andrea in other ways yeah, like so I, like I'm a little bit of you and a little bit of Brandon yeah and I've noticed that between the two of you is that you're like I'm like I see myself in you and I see myself in yeah it's funny yeah like I don't carry Kate Spade bags but B does so I can <laughs> exactly her. exactly yeah, I just yeah I skim <laughs> through the post and look for keywords that that adhere to me when she says MMA and I'm like oh I care about that that's me yeah I do that <laughs> but when she says like Waco or kickboxing and I'm like nah no thank <laughs> you skip <laughs> so what do you do what do I do yeah so I'm an IT business analyst she tells people to restart their computers which I really do and it does help so before Where the you fuck were you when this shit is going down <laughs> useless because all she would do is tell you to restart it and I did and did it work no sometimes it does <laughs> And then it does it, and I'm like, what next? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, contact your IT department. I hate you. I yeah. Mean, I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. She's ridiculous. Also... So essentially, I'm like in between the people who develop work versus the business who's asking for work to be done. So I'm like the, what I would call liaison between the two. That makes you think of office space. Where they're like, what do you do here? And he's like, I talk to the customer so they don't have to. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. 
Just, That's an amazing job. Yeah. I love that Are for you. Are you working from home right now? Yeah. Fuck you. We both do. <laughs> it's great. So you just I, again love you. Thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. I straight up would quit my job if they made me go into an office. Sure. I've told them that. That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. Well, I mean, yeah. you know what? They don't have overhead that way, and like, you know. Yeah. Dude, if you ever need like an extra student to really shine in your class, just let me know, and I will get there so fast. I'll let you know the next this time. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so your job is you just hang out with the dogs all day and don't restart the computer. Technically, no. I do a lot of work, but the dogs. The this. dogs are there. The yes. dogs are there, and I. <laughs> do love on they, them they are our That's co-workers fantastic. yeah 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 for sure do they show up themselves in like meetings that you have to go to um bernie really likes one of my co-workers dogs sandy and so if sandy barks bernie loses his mind but bernie also knows the owner's voice so he's okay. I mean, he's super smart so he's like you know in my brain bernie's like brandy is sandy there like <laughs> is my friend sandy there so what kind of dog is bernie Bernie's a Sheltie. He's a Shetland Sheepdog. Yep. Um, and then my, my coworker, who I've never met in person, but she lives wherever in the world, love. has um, a golden doodle. And like they love each other from a distance. Aww. Like like he I want like them to meet. Yeah, he like reacts to the barking more than like any other Is it like, like coworker's dog. You've got mail. That's exactly yeah, it's like very much the vibe. Amazing. It's very much the vibe. But Bernie is the Sheltie that hates everyone. You have met Bernie. Yes. Brandon has. Well, I, were you from, able? A were you, from a distance, yeah. I was going to say, were you able to pet him? I think he might have been like hanging out with Jacob the Jacob Clark very was close. the only one who was able to pet him that day. Wow. Jacob, Jacob Clark gives like English dad vibes though, so I could see it. Like not like British dad vibes, but like English teacher slash dad vibes. Yeah, literally. So, he just yeah. didn't make eye contact. And that was the thing. You can't play hard to get with Bernie. Yeah. Or you have to play hard to get. You can't like come on too strong with him and brandon is am, really bad at that yeah andrea's dad is bad about that too because he oh, loves dogs like oh, he literally loves dogs. loves dogs more than anything in the world same her mom doesn't what? bernie is obsessed with her mom obsessed with her just like how does that relationship <laughs> nancy will take bernie if anything were to happen to us oh yeah like she knows that's her dog she, she She's like, she I guess love I love him. <laughs> like, he, he loves me more than anything. She likes to, people like to be wanted, right? Yeah. So even if you're not a dog person, you're like, this little creature is, like, into me. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's yeah. I think that's the only reason why I like the cats is because I'm like, <laughs> you come and lay on me, and I'm like, oh, God, this thing actually loves I'm me. I'm, like, getting ready for work, and the cat's, like, snuggled in her arm, like, just, like, and we'll, like, wake her up so she can snuggle with her. <laughs> That's really precious. I hate it. <laughs> Bernie will not go outside to use the bathroom until Kelly gives him a kiss in the mornings. Yeah. Every morning. Oh. It's ridiculous. Like, you open the door. And he waits there. And he'll wait kisses. there for his kiss. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we have a very odd codependent relationship. I really this love dog. That, though. That's Our dog is just like, <laughs> do you, I was like, quieres comida? And she's like, fuck yeah. And she, she gets real high. Backs up and hops and she's like, <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, Bernie's also named after Bernardo Faria. We, we like we say like he's like Bernardo Faria and like who is that? BJJ Fanatics. BJJ Fanatics. The guy who runs oh, BJJ yeah. Fanatics. Five-time world champion Bernardo Faria. No, but he owns Sorry. BJJ Fanatics. Huge honor for me. Yeah, and Bernie Sanders. Okay. So we call him like Bernardo Faria, Faria Sanders Shenegi. Like he has a very long Brazilian name. Like the etiquette here yeah yeah he's like he's fancy i have two moms and he thinks he's a black belt well he is oh well that makes sense 
Yeah, yeah. So he's always like, your jujitsu sucks. So moms. he's the highest ranking yeah. person in the house. Yeah, person in the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dang. I love that. So you have another dog, though. We do. <laughs> we do. Oh, Bailey. Which, which one's the favorite? I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, so we have another dog named Bailey. Who? What kind of dog is she? She's like a oversized Chihuahua. Oversized Chihuahua, essentially three percent Chihuahua. When I got her tested, <laughs> but lab Chihuahua pit mix. Um, so how's like the pit lab? Well, she's really skinny. She looks like a whippet. Oh yes, yeah, very much so. More than like a pit or a lab, but then has Chihuahua head. <laughs> and like really little ears. Like her ears are so tiny. She's really ridiculous looking. It looks really silly. <laughs> She's very special. She <laughs> loves people. She does. She loves a lot. people. But she has like two rocks rattling around in her brain. That's how Honey Bear just, is. Yeah. So we, like, yeah, we've talked about Honey Bear and yeah, Bailey are kindred mix. spirits. She's very sweet. Oh, means, Bailey is, means well. Bailey yes. means so well. She's just not smart. Yeah. No. Well, and you didn't realize it until like we moved in together and I had a Corgi and a Sheltie. And they're are like, really smart Those breeds. are really, really intelligent breeds. Like yes. right up there with like a Poodle, you know, yeah. Border Collie. Really, really smart breeds. And, you know, I had, they were, what, 13 and 14 at the time? They were old as Yeah, heck. old. Like, I was very acclimated to that. So I had the opposite experience of being like, dogs can be this fucking stupid. Look. And I'm literally like, <laughs> oh, shit, dogs are so smart. She's like, they're like people. No, like, we have, so Penny is an Australian cattle dog and a um, Jack Russell mix. And I don't know who the fuck thought that would be a good idea, but, like, it's not. And I highly recommend not. So, like, herding breed and, like, the most cracked out breed combined. Right. So, like, I'm, like, she needs a job really badly. Oh, absolutely. But she has already created one called I'm the runner of this house and don't fuck around because I yeah. will get angry at you. That sounds so, right. Yeah, so she'll, like literally watch out the window she gets up there and is like is anyone here looking around and angrily barks at everything that comes up and if you come up onto the porch her head will hit the ceiling like she jumps so high yeah yeah but she's so smart so if you're like go get your ball she knows a ball versus her snake versus yeah whatever else and you're like you're so smart but like why then do you lunge at cars no b would lunge at cars if she could 110 percent she just gets like a wild streak in her sometimes like i say she's mostly good and then she's like five percent unpredictable like she just like i opened the door to get like doordash one day just to like pick the food up and she just booked, booked it. it and we had been swimming so i was literally in a bikini chasing chasing this dog down the street and it was when we first moved into this house and i'm like andrea's fucking dog is gonna get hit by a car on my watch and this is gonna be my fault and all your neighbors are like Crazy lesbian. Literally, and we have a huge lesbian flag like hanging from our do. house. And like, yeah. And then we had one that said, Don't tread on my uterus. We, ha- we always have like very like. This one now says, uh, Taylor Swift 2024 Save, Save America yeah. again. <laughs> so we're known I'm for our flags. Though, but like... anyway, yeah, I'm like chasing this dog like through the neighbor's yard in a bikini, like trying to get her back. I'm like, God damn it. So it's... just wild streaks. She's with her. nutty. Dude, we were babysitting a dog or dog sitting a dog, and he straight up got out, and it's it was so upsetting. And you would have thought that I had lost my child. Like I was so upset. Well, someone else's dog too. Not well, that you don't care about your own, but you're exactly. like responsible for. So I'm yeah. freaking out, and I'm like, we've been looking for him for an hour. Should I call his dad? And his dad calls me and was like, Hey, did Huxley get out? And I was like, Yes. And he's like, He's down at the bike store or something like that. He's like, I'm like, I am so sorry. He's like. 
it's seriously not that big of a deal. He gets out all the time. And I'm like, could have told me that. Literally. Like, every time, like, Adam Sandler was, like, information that would have been useful to me yesterday. Like, what the hell is your problem? I was so upset that he was, like, so chill about it, but. Because it's normal for him. He's, like, another day in the life. And I was, like, stressed. Because if Penny got out, I'm pretty sure we would never see her again. Yeah, she's, you have to, like, get her to chase you. Because if you chase after that her, would be Bailey she if she runs. really took off. Yeah. Whereas Honeybear yeah. like will lightly trot and you'll oh, catch her. Bernie Willow. won't go anywhere. He's scared. Yeah. He and he Bailey without his kisses. Yeah, <laughs> literally, he'd be like, "But how do I get a kiss from my mom in the morning if I leave?" <laughs> literally, he also knows like when I'm like, "Do you want to go make coffee in the morning?" And he and goes he's like, "Yeah," and he gets excited. Same. Like, and I'll be like, "Do you want snuggles right now?" Yeah. And Penny, the other day I was, or it was yesterday. She was down at my feet. She had just done the circle plop where mm-hmm. she, like, goes around in a circle and then huffs herself down. She's exhausted. It's been a long day for her. Bernie wants to go sit by the pool, especially okay. when it's open. Slay. And so we have, like, chase lounges. So, like, his thing is he wants to wake me up. And sometimes I want to sleep in, and I don't yeah. appreciate that. Exactly. Um, but he will be like, it's time to get coffee and go sit up by the chase lounge. And I'm like, absolutely not. But I have to, like, let him out. And he'll just get up on the little chase lounge and, like, cross his paws and sunbathe in the morning. It's, what, a, what a king. He, oh, he no is, joke. He is, what a fucking king. He is living the life. If I come back in the next life and I don't become one of your dogs or any lesbian couple dogs, yeah, I'm yeah. mad. As you should be. I will Honestly, be mad. one of our plants would also be good too. Pla- oh, that's like a les- for sure. lesbian couple's plants or their dogs, like all well taken care like of. Indoor or in the fancy ass garden y'all have. <laughs> indoor. Well, I was in Sarah Garden's pretty dope too, though. Yeah. Indoor. We was, we did get a that plant. Was so serious. We she did get a plant indoor. from a friend. Because she doesn't take care of any of the outdoor plants. We got a plant well, from indoor. a friend when we first got together, and that plant is still thriving. Have you watered the plants once? No. That's just, I don't that's do that. The point I am the plant thriving. lesbian. I'm just the lesbian. I love that. I love that you guys have your role. That's yeah, really yeah, nice. yeah. I usually I'm like the pool boy lesbian, but that's because true. of the whole hip thing. Yeah, that you got. You got. I'm just the bitch. Yeah. Period. I'm the yard bitch at this point. I, I do all the that. things. All we'll the have chores. to talk gardening and plants because I just finally have two, three plants that I'm actually not killing, and I feel very accomplished. And I'm gonna build them a wall, not like Donald Trump yeah. style, but like a good, yeah. like hanging wall <laughs> for them. That sounds even worse. You know what? I'm gonna stop talking. Yeah. No. So we inherited our garden. It's like really ridiculous, but we have. Like, I mean, garden. you've seen it. It's like a yeah, it's overgrown fun. English garden vibe. And then there's also like a vegetable garden separate. Have you, so during COVID, I got really into like lawns because we started watching this show called, what the fuck was it called? That's what it was called. What the fuck was it called? It was like this British show with this man named Monty Don who apparently all the like moms thirst over so hard. And he goes in and is like, hello, I'm Monty Don, and he, like, loves his golden retrievers and, like, whatever. And he has these, like, little coveralls, and he comes in and he's like, what were you thinking to do with your garden and your beautiful garden? And they would tell him, and then they would, like, do it over the course of the period, and he would come back and he'd be like, have tea in their garden. And their backyards were stunning. Like, somebody would build, like, a Japanese rain garden. But it was, like, $45,000. Yeah, our garden does not it's not like that. It's pretty dope. Though. I feel like ours was probably over time a really ridiculous investment. We just didn't make it. it was we bought it. Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Carol took care the of the lady it. before. Yeah. Sad. She said it was low maintenance and she is a fucking liar. She, she lied. 
she lied hardcore. She yeah, really, she really, Carol, yeah. <laughs> she really did. So they were like the nicest couple, and Ms. they're Carol like Carol and Mr. Hemingway. Yeah, we call him Granddaddy Hemingway. Like, he was he, handsome, but he's like a handsome Hemingway, older Hemingway man sort of vibe. Well, Hemingway isn't because I feel like Ernest Hemingway. Ernest, I'm talking about Ernest. No, yeah, we we called him Mr. Hemingway. We called him yeah, like Granddaddy Hemingway. Love. So like he had this like Ernest Hemingway, like I live by the sea sort of vibe, yes. white beard. <gasps> like I was like he is a he's a Granddaddy for sure. Um, but they were so sweet. They came over to the house after we closed. No. And they all, they were like, if that's intrusive, we don't have to. But this house is complicated. And we were like, oh, shit. Oh, ghosts? It kind of, no, no, no. I, I, well, I do. I actually do think we might have no, a ghost. There, there is but a ghost in the house. But they showed, like, they immediately figured out, like, our gender roles and like immediately so like mr hemingway took me outside to take care of the pool (laughs) to take care of the pool and then carol's like let's talk about the plants and i was like and i'm like i should be offended but honestly you two nailed it like you 100 percent read us that he's like here's my sport coat you're the master of the house my my granddad wore this and he gave me this now it's yours he literally will still text and talk about oh, things. Buds. Yeah. I love that. That's really cool. She'll be like, where'd you get the mulch? <laughs> like, just really random yeah. things. <laughs> Granddaddy and I are, we're tight. I that's love a, that. That's amazing. That also is a lot of pressure, though, to not fuck it up. Oh, gosh. Oh, I think about all, that all the time. I'm like, do you think Carol, like, drives by to check on the house every once in a while? Because I'm nosy, and she's like, that front bed looks like shit. <laughs> Probably, probably. And you know what? Good on her. Because what else is she gonna do, honestly? Yeah, they literally, they literally moved to a house so that it had less maintenance. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. fair. I our house is our house, our lawn, and everything's pretty small. And there's times I'm like, fuck, I really don't want to weedy my front lawn because <laughs> it's how big our front lawn is. And I weedied it. God, <laughs> I have to do like all of the like weed. Like I have to do like weeds like in that garden at yeah. least twice a week. Yeah, we do weeds in the backyard because we have like pea gravel down and then we have like a a pathway like with skid planks and I'll pull weeds out of that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And the dog shit management is... That is is also Andrea's job. Dog shit management. (laughs) It's been a lot harder since I've, I've been disabled. It's you. just full of dog shit. I haven't been taking care of it in her absence. It's just the garden is if full of dog shit. If you need shit. help, come over before the party. Oh, you are so some, sweet. Some <laughs> that would be horrible to make Brandon do that. I don't think you're making it. Well, and, and Andrea is like, yes. Listen, I love you and your dogs, so it's okay. <laughs> even though one won't even come near you. That's fine. He one doesn't day. have the sweet, sweet mom kisses that you do. I don't. So That's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe one day, but for now, I don't. <laughs> Again, just don't make eye contact. Don't come on too strong. Play hard to get. He likes it. All right. Meant to. Not, not the way B plays. We're going to get him. Dog. We're going to get him. Yeah. Um, Brandon will see a dog, and like me, he's like. <gasps> That's just, me. Yeah, and it's. Yeah. It, I, I see so many dogs where I work because there's a trail that goes right by my shop. So people are always walking their yeah. dogs. And one time I was out, like, literally, like, patch on a road, and I look over, and this dog's just smiling at me. <laughs> and I, like... And you're like, up, you I want put, pets. I put the hose up and walked her to him, and he jumped, like, up to me. <laughs> and I was like, what? How? What how, though? What how? Um, so you guys started your podcast because of the position that you guys are in for jujitsu. Where do you see it going now in the future? Do you have any future plans? Are you bringing anyone on? Are you... Not us. 
Just kidding. Well, we would like to. No, we here, actually are. No, we, we keep saying that to Brandon. We're like, so you're going to teach us how to interview people and then we can reciprocate, right? I mean, the only reason we really haven't done interviews is we're like, we're going to kind of like get it going and like figure out how to do the editing and then whatever. We are such shit shows with just the two of us sitting down to do an episode. It's true. So like adding in that extra element, like our lives are just chaos of having to coordinate interviews and like you guys know, and then like having to like commit to a time. It's like work, right? It's like real work. Um, has been like the big deterrent because our lives are chaos right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's for sure a thing we want to do. I'm looking at Andrea for confirmation. Yes, no, we, we definitely do. We, we want to do it, but it's just been kind of chaotic. No, um, that's the understanding. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I mean, it is, I can understand it. it. I think to me the hardest thing about interviewing is, especially because I am who I am and I'm really good about talking about myself, I always end up bringing it back to me. And I'm like, girl, it's not your interview. And so I always <laughs> am like, I just want to be Terry Gross. And so I'll just yes. be like, and I'm really bad at it, but like you know. But you know, like like we were talking about earlier, it's it's kind of like you're just you're a beginner jujitsu person, yeah. and you're just you're figuring on, it out. You're just figuring the shit out, and we talk to people along the lines that's helped us do other things. Like we know people that are good with audio, and we're not great with it, but we're progressing and doing mm-hmm. better, and we're trying new things. And sometimes we spend. Or you're just hoping people are, like, listening and just that you're endearing enough that they'll just keep listening. And you're well, like, and I feel like, yeah. you know, kind of like jujitsu. I mean, how many times have I lost and, like, people still come and watch? Yeah, because they love you. Or, yes. they, or they or they hate watch. One of the two, right? But, 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 <laughs> but take that. Support. Exactly. But, but Thank you. And turn, it to, turn it to audio and things that we're doing. People listen because they love you. Do your families listen? So that's kind of new for us is I think my parents have started listening. Have wow. they? I don't know. They oh, tell, God. They, there's some really... They, they tell some, people that we some, have a podcast. Yeah, I don't oh think they God, listen. There's no way your mom has listened and she... She might listen to like this because she knows we're going to be a guest. She'll probably be really excited and ask. But like, there's some scandalous stuff on some of those episodes. I feel like I really enjoy it. Like, I feel like we've talked like very like openly about like queer relationships and sex, and we talked a lot about like the fertility stuff. I just maybe she just skips that part. Maybe, maybe. But but a lot of times you have it in the title. Yeah, we we always try to do that. Always, always. So if it's a touchy subject, she doesn't want to listen to. Yeah, I don't know. We just have like inappropriate. you know, neither one of my parents are very tech savvy. That so that is also a thing. My mom barely knows how to text. Mine definitely yes. don't listen. So I wouldn't care if they did though. I know my parents don't listen. My yeah, my I mother. I don't tell anyone. Ever. <laughs> I literally <laughs> haven't told. Like I know my brother bought a shirt, and so I'm like, I don't know if he listens or if he just bought a shirt to like help us out, which I appreciate. But I just, I think I would crawl into a small it would crawl inside of myself and die if I knew like my mom listened because she would be like oh you're you swear so much (laughs) Sarah (laughs) yeah no yeah I know my mom tells people we have a podcast that's like she definitely did today when we were at bingo she's like Andrea and Kelly have a podcast. Well, she was really excited that we're going to be guests on a podcast. Oh, oh she was like, they're, oh. she was like, they're doing a podcast today. God, they have I to leave that. so that they can record. And we're like, well, that is I literally that. true. Yeah. We should definitely take a picture of you guys, uh, like at the microphones, just for her. Absolutely. Oh, she would we'll, love it. We'll be like she would. really intense. Like she doesn't know that we've had a good solid amount of beer. She, she would love would, that. Actually. She would love it. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah. She needs to be a guest on our podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's fun, honestly. Oh, she's it. a lot of fun. You did just go to bingo, right? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Nobody won besides Miss Rhonda, but... Miss <laughs> Rhonda. Mom's friend, but we did not win anything. No, absolutely not. Big losers. Honestly, same. I am. That is why I don't go to the casino, and that is why I've never played bingo. Oh, we were literally talking about going to the casino tonight. The French casino? <laughs> no, no, we were going to no, go to one in Shelbyville oh, okay. because we're like degenerates, and so we were like, we didn't get enough from like bingo today. So we're like, do we want to go? We have. Heathens. I know. We're like, we have money left. Do we want to go to Shelbyville you know, after yeah, the I've podcast? Yeah, like, I've got like twenty dollars and twenty. <laughs> They have ATMs. We can get more out. I have I've had some old, an old job that a couple of times we had like a holiday party and they did like casino night, but you just played the same Oh, like money. a Monte Carlo. Yeah. yeah. And you won raffle tickets yeah, to, to yeah. put towards items and stuff like that. And I quickly found out that I am not a gambler <laughs> by doing that. <laughs> because like I, I playing like blackjack. So so, I love blackjack. But the dealers help you out a little bit more because they know it's not real money. Yeah, exactly. they really do. But but like Texas Hold'em was the first game I played, and I was very quick to lose money. What yeah. is so. your game of choice? Blackjack. You like blackjack. You also just like straight up like slot machine. I just love to gamble. So we're big into cruises now. I mean, we've been on two, and we're going on another. But like, we are we're so elderly internally. But we have decided like we are just cruisers. Like that's our thing. I love it. We're into it. But yeah, like Andrea and the like unlimited beverage package and the casino is bad news bears. It's amazing. (laughs) That sounds really not. That sounds great. I don't think I could be on a boat that long. Truly. No. So I thought the same thing. We we did a five day and then a seven day and this next one's ten. ten days. Whoa. Oh, Where are you going? We're going to Bermuda. And Bahamas. And, and the Bahamas. Yeah. Soleil. Out of what New York. You, what is your excursion going to be? Are you so You're nice? in charge so of excursions. I'm in charge of that. Based on how much she can walk. So we have to figure that out. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, we really want to swim with the piggies. Yes. That was my only request is I want to swim with the pigs in the Bahamas. <laughs> They're really friendly and then they like come up to you and Aww. they, they like, swim in the clear water. Like, you want a picture with me? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> if, if they don't, I want my money back. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. But like in yeah, but like Bermuda, you really don't need if you've never been to Bermuda. Like, you don't need no. to do excursions there. It's so easy to like get around the island. They have really good public transit. It's cheap as shit, too. Cheap to, like, as shit. Like, Bermuda is expensive. It's a very wealthy country, but it's really, really cheap to navigate. Like, it's incredibly cheap to just take. It's not the fanciest, but their buses, their ferries are really incredibly cheap. And you can just like go to the beach. For what free, is the best you know. The horseshoe beach. The horseshoe beach in Bermuda is the best beach I've ever pink been anywhere sand. in my life. It has oh, the wow. pink sand and the like clear, clear, clear water. Clear water. I've never seen no like, and like everything's clean. It's not like there's, there's not like jellyfish or seaweed or anything. Or anything. It's it is beautiful. I've never seen a beach like it. Horseshoe Damn. beach. It's amazing. Damn. And it's I think known for being like one of the most beautiful. One beaches. of the most beautiful beaches in the world. See, my my broke ass is like, well, I've been to the dunes. Literally, <laughs> and I, was, I have been to I have been to California up. a couple of times. So what what was the last beach we went to in California? I don't know. I hate California beaches. Same. Well, they're fucking I, nasty. There's like heroin needles. Like sure, that's why beach. I don't like most beaches. Yeah, but in general. I grew up. Uh, my family had a condo in Fort Myers. Yeah, and like that was okay because the water was not really clear but it just was such a home to me yeah go so often sure but one trip i went to in florida was to clear water and that was no joke one of the most beautiful beaches I, like, I, it was, I, uh, yeah. the sand was white like we took it home in a jar and it was just like it felt like flour 
and then the water was clear and it was so beautiful and I never wanted to leave. Yeah. I I had to be dragged away kicking and screaming. My parents live in Savannah. Like I was gonna say, even when we go, Savannah's Savannah's so gorgeous, but like it's not a place where like you are like I really want to go to the beach. It's not like even though it's. There's so much more to do yeah. there. But, like, yeah. the, it's, like, there's always seaweed and there's, like, jellyfish everywhere. No, and I'm, like, I'm not into this. I'm not seeing When I was, like, a little kid, I, I liked it. I don't want to see a but... bunch of creatures, yeah. TBH. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's if, fair. Like, I would like to just have really soft sand and really clear water. And if I see a whale shark, I am going to be very okay with that. Like, I, I really want to go snorkeling. But I, I don't want to step on a jellyfish. Nope. I'm scared. Maybe she doesn't even want to do like I also what? I also want to do the Bermuda Triangle thing. That's gonna be one of the excursions Soleil, we do yes. because they go at night where it's like fully pitch black. Absolutely. That thing if I don't get with rum. If I yeah. don't disappear into this fucking triangle. I want a refund. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, in Disney and Typhoon Lagoon, they used to have a snorkeling thing where you could snorkel, and they had hammerhead sharks that you could snorkel with. It was so cool. That's amazing. And I did it so many. I'm like stingrays, and they would come up and you could touch them and it was so much fun and i want to snorkel um, (laughs) andrew's like absolutely not so it's like i really do love wildlife i just am like not a fan of the stingray or the jellyfish yeah i love wildlife too but i've seen jaws yeah no thanks Thank you. I'm scared of sharks and I'm scared of snakes. Statistically, it's not likely. It's so unlikely. It's so I don't care. You're more likely to get in a car crash on the way home. And cars are terrifying. I'm also not a great driver. I know. Cars are terrifying. (laughs) I'm really not. And she can't drive because of the hip. So, like, I am the driver right now. And she's living in fear constantly. Constantly. I'm constantly like. (gasps) I'm just. I'm, I'm not. I'm not good. We've only had two questions for you, and the first one was our or- your origin story, and the second one we'll ask in a second, but we have been recording for almost a solid two hours. Oh, so shit! Like, <laughs> so you're like, you need congrats. to shut the fuck up. No, I feel like this is No, this is really fun. So. I am having a blast, but I do have to ask the other question, which is, what are your superpowers? I want individuals, and then I want to see what you think together your superpower is. Oh. We, we try to we try to think this because you you sent us notes beforehand and I'm like and I'm I like coaching d- Andrew I'm like you have to talk do you need to think through these answers you actually don't because the three of us are doing great no she just needed a couple of beers she's fine yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but I I don't really know what to say I like I was trying to think what was your original answer that I'm friendly yeah that's that I'm, a good, I, I'm that's friendly. A good superpower like, not I'm, everybody's I, friendly I just try like, to be nice genuinely so to everybody yeah. I'm not, so I love that. I for you. same. I'm a Slytherin. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a Slytherin, but I'm a Ravenclaw, <laughs> and I still disdain. Like I hate people. We went to Costco, and I was like, I'm gonna kill everyone in here. Same, same, so. same. I'm that person. Yeah, no, I just try to be nice to everybody. It's like so sad though because she gets like. You know, with some of that, like, jujitsu drama that we alluded to earlier yes. that we had in Indiana, like, she just gets so, like, personally disappointed because she's like, why can't we all just get along? Like, Aww. she's such a, like, yeah. pure-hearted, I, like, I a pure-hearted, like, I try person. to toe the line, and I understand that. You're very, you're similar in that way. You're yeah, just kind. You're like, why can't it. we all be nice? Why can't everybody just fucking be nice? It's not bitches hard. And everything and, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What's your superpower? Um... Probably that I'm like very intuitive, like very intuitive with people, and it's like true, yeah, like oddly so, and that's like a hard thing to articulate. But like, 
I'm very rarely wrong about people and I can figure it out immediately. And so it comes across as very harsh sometimes where I'm like, I don't like that person. I feel the same way. But where, and I'm like, I don't know why I don't like them, but I do. I am like almost them. 36 and I'm never wrong. Like at this point, I just feel like I have to trust it. Um, and I try to be like open-minded, but I have like a judgment immediately. And I'm like, but like, I will still treat the person. However, and then people like who disappoint me, I'm never surprised by. And people who don't, I'm never surprised by. Like it really plays out usually how I think it will. That's interesting. I love mm. that. That is a really cool superpower, both of you. I love how nice you are. That's great. Yeah. I try. <laughs> so yeah, together as a team, what do you like? Like if you were the X-Men... Or, you know, like, what would... So, I'll say one, and then if you have a different one. Okay. But mine would be just... It's it's not really a superpower, I guess, but, like... For us as a couple, right? Yeah. Okay. Us together, I feel like people see it, and they're like, wow, that's what happiness looks like. That's so cheesy, but I like that. But, like, really, yeah. though, I feel like a lot of people have felt that way and maybe even changed their own lives in order to be happy yeah maybe yeah i kind of like that too it's super super cheesy and the slytherin in me like doesn't want to like agree with that but like (laughs) pre-andrea i like did not know love like this existed and yeah like we get that a lot from people and i think part of it is like also people wanting to be like i'm not homophobic so they're overly with us like we love your love so we get some of that too so that's part of it but i also think like you know, people yeah so oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> like that's not a complaint no, it's fine it. but i think that people do see that for sure do you yeah. feel like a pressure to keep that that's an interesting question no. I mean, no, I'm not really, I know you don't because your personality is probably like, no, it literally is just like these, where it's just like, no, I don't feel that at all. No, it's just doesn't bother me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that. I I actually think like I'm less um, interested in how people perceive me than her. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I say that, but like it does bother me at times, but like I try to not worry about it. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't ever bother me, but I try not to like modify how I live my life yeah I feel that I mean I definitely was just telling someone that two people that how like that came with age though oh 100% for me yeah like over 30 yeah I I, fuck everybody literally no literally it was like 30 plus like it really was yeah I have a couple years still yeah you do baby 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 not even allowed in the bar anymore (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) Two beers she's in. not oh, that hell. young. Don't make me sound like a total creep. Yeah, no, she's not that young. She got hip surgery. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Again, she's spiritually a grandma. Truly. That's truly. true. Dude, it's been so much fun to have you on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for yeah. letting us Amazing. ramble. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for letting us just talk. Of course. And thanks for letting you just talk and the drums just play and you just being like, this is mine. Um, Tell us where people can find your podcast, where they can find you guys, or not like in a creepy way. This yeah. is your thing. No, so this is my thing. Slay, go. So you can find us at lesworldradio.com or at lesworldradio on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can find me, Andrew Shenicky, at Shenicky A on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find my beautiful wife, Kelly, at Kelly Shenicky on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Literally, that's what she does at the end of our that's, podcast. I was gonna say, <laughs> I've heard this before. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's what I, I it's what better. I do. I need to get better at that because I'm like, 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 I'm like,
because I listen to podcasts and I'm like, wow, they're really good at like pimping out their Patreon and pimping out this. And I'm just like, thank you so much for listening. I'm so sorry you're listening. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I'm like, we oh. are the same. No, yeah, that's my that's my thing. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. Thank I like that. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you. thank you so much. It was much. so fun. Bye. Bye. Talked for two fucking hours. <laughs>